very disconcerting when you blind that whole time. I will never do an episode blind again. I promise you. <laughs> that is a Piers Ray promise. Yeah, well, I'll accept your promise. Thank you. And I will introduce us to the audience. Hello, audience. It's me, Piers Ray. It's him, Eric Ivanovich. Hello. And it's this, Podcast versus Podcast, the only podcast pitching show that we are aware of out here on the internet. So let me break it down for you real quick. Here's what we do. Me, Eric, our special guest, no special guest today. He had to bail. Very unfortunate. But uh, he's here with us in spirit. I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to embarrass him, but he's a very nice man. <laughs> Anyways, we pitch podcast ideas back and forth to each other. At the end of the episode, everyone in the room votes on those ideas. And if we can come to a unanimous consensus, we can finally stop doing podcast versus podcast and have a, a, a real podcast of our own. Hmm. That's what? correct. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were about to disagree with me. Well, I was trying to think of like what I disagreed with from what you said, but that I, is, nothing. I feel like perfect. that's what you're doing every time I talk. Well, that's what, whenever what? someone says, like, what do you think of this? I always think, like, hmm, what should I change? Like, whenever someone's like, hey, here's a here's a thing that I wrote. Yeah. Would you take a look at it? Or, hey, uh, here's a recipe I found on the internet, and I'm going to make for us for dinner. What right. do you think about it? Stuff like that. I always think, like, hmm, what should I criticize? Really? Which part of this? Well, yeah, that's what the, you know. That's what they're looking for. Is, is it though? Yeah, is that what they're looking for? They're either looking for that, or they're looking for me to just say good. Yeah, and that is an option. Like you don't have to find something to criticize. But if I don't find anything to criticize, then obviously then I'm just like, okay, well, it's good. It's good. There's nothing I would change. Which, of course, to someone asking for criticism is impossible to accept. <laughs> that's right. Do you know what I mean? Like, or it's like, no, 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 really, like, be honest. Come on, please. man. Seriously, there's nothing. All right. Hey, what do you think? And then I'm, we go over to someone I'm else. I'm sure I may just did the made a flawless piece of art. I'm sure that's happened. <laughs> well, I didn't say flawless. I just I have nothing I'd correct. Okay, well maybe you're just an idiot then. <laughs> oh, you just don't get it, man. And then they go and they make it, and somebody else says, "Hey, why didn't you do this?" And they're like, "Eric, I knew wow. I took I took it to the wrong. I trusted the wrong guy." That's in their Oscar acceptance speech. <laughs> I'm really glad this all worked out because I really, I trusted the wrong guy. Eric Ivanovich gave me some bum advice. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we got to get down to this. We got podcasts to pitch today. Yeah. I got a podcast for you. Oh, I'm excited to hear about it. I have recently, over the last, I would say six months, become kind of obsessed with uh, choose your own adventures. And not the tra- ah. not not the traditional choose your own adventures that you're thinking of, although those as well. Yeah. Uh, it started. I was like in a secondhand bookshop. Yeah. And I saw this book called Revolt of the Dwarves. Yeah. Which looked had great cover art and yeah. was like two dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take that home. So I took it home and I read it. I'm like, man, these are about as good as I remember. Kind of fun. Really frustrating. You die a lot for no reason. Like you make the right choice and it still gets <laughs> yeah. you killed. Me and Fran were recently in a used bookstore mm-hmm. looking around and we happened to find three choose your own adventure books for four bucks each. Did you like, take them? Yes, we did. Oh, what? Uh, which ones? Um, I can't remember the titles. There's one where you get a supercomputer. Was it called? Oh, was it supercomputer? It might be called supercomputer. I, I was looking at that last night. Nice. <laughs> Online. That is fantastic. Um, there's one where you get uh, kidnapped by aliens. And then there's one where I believe it's like a gangster one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Well, this is going to work out great because apparently we're all into the same stuff. However, I found a subculture on Reddit of Choose Your Own Adventures. And there's a group for just the traditional Choose Your Own Adventures. And then there's this other group for Make Your Choice. Right. Right? The group's called Make Your Choice. And it's it's less of like a, all right, you do this or you do this. Turn to this page. It's more like, okay, here's your situation. You've, you know, you're... A common one is like you're stranded on an island. Yeah. Or it's a zombie apocalypse. You have to choose like, here's a list of things. Here's your points. Purchase what you have. Pick a you pick two companions. Right. That kind of thing. Uh, and I've started coming across stranger and stranger and stranger versions of these. Yeah. That give people choices. So my pitch today is uh, called CYOE, Choose Your Own Air Rancher. And I would just be bringing in uh, these weird make-your-own-choice situations and asking you to play them. So, now I have a question. Yes. Is Air Rancher a portmanteau of Eric and Adventure? It is. It's terrible. Okay. That's awful. Thank you. It would be much better if it was like like uh, like an adventure of errors. Like, uh, Well, it is already playing on that. Okay. Choose your own Air Rancher. It's... I mean, that's what my name is a playoff of. And every error. decision you make is an Air. Yeah. Yeah. That's why your parents named you that. You okay. Should, never should have come out, they said. So First mistake. Coming out of that womb, buddy. Um, that's the first adventure I I'm chose. Just picturing your dad. Like, you come out, you pop out of your mom. Yeah. Your dad's waiting there. And he picks you up by the scruff of your chest. And he just shakes a little, like a big fist in your little baby face. And he's right. like, wrong move, pal. First mistake. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's what it was like. Uh, so I brought in a relatively quick one. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, this one's called Going Hog Wild. Okay. And the basic idea is that you are a specially outfitted hyper-intelligent pig. Okay. And you are, you're set loose. So step one, you got to choose your hog. Three choices. Warthog, which is, uh, you know, your, your traditional one, very fast, good with its tusk, not the most robust. A giant hog which, you know, has incredible strength and resilience but lacks speed, or pop billy pig, pig, which mostly relies on its cuteness to win wars. Um, Gotta say warthog. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I would say the warthog every time. All right. And then you have to choose your mission. Assassination, espionage, or terrorism? Um, okay, choose your mission. I guess uh, I guess assassination. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Good for the warthog. Somebody's about to have a bad day. All right, now you've got to choose a target here. Uh, there's eight choices. Uh huh. A little bit of a uh, little bit of flavor text here. So I'm just going to go through them, and you can sure. let me know when one hits you. Okay. Paris, France, the land of hog haters, scourge of our pig earth. Their white flag shall be raised. Hmm. The UN Assembly. These assholes refuse to accept the grand nation of Hogtopia into their club. Hmm. Oscar Meyer Island. Oh, boy. It's where hot dogs are made. The Oscar Meyer Island. That's it. That's the one. Uh, Todd's I... Barbecue Party? No. Oscar Meyer Island. Oh, really? Okay. I can skip over. That's a shame because uh, L. Ron Hubbard's house is also an option. No. I think no? this warthog wants to avenge his fallen brethren. Got it. It's more important to target than the Soviet Nazi base, the Death Star, or all of Alabama. Soviet Nazi base? Yeah. 
so there's a bunch of Soviet Nazis. Uh, they teamed up in in this world where hogs are sentient and waging war on humanity. I'm too confused by that, so I'm just going to go to the Oscar Mayer uh, Island. Completely understand. Uh, now you got to pick your financier, which determines the funds you would have to okay. to outfit your pig. Uh, the Bank of Pigpen, the Bank of America. Uh, however, they do perform background checks, oddly, which prevents you from getting firearms and explosives. Or the Dutch Bank, Deutsche Bank. Um, gives you more money, but prevents you from buying low, low-cost items. Uh, God, I guess the Bank of Pigpen, because I need, I need guns, I need explosives. Yeah, but I also need like rope. Yeah, I need, need like a mass stuff. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother with the cost of these things. I'm just going to give you one from each category because okay. it would be insane to try to figure out how you're going to spend your 10 hog dollars. Right. All right. You got to pick some armor, plate mail, spidey suit, Kevlar vest, grease, ninja suit, or mech. Uh, I guess mech. Can you justify that choice? It's probably just the best one. Sounds like the best one. I mean, <laughs> you'd be encased entirely in metal. Right, but also it's the perfect killing machine. True, I I guess. All right, you have a choice for two back mounts yeah. on your hog. Machine gun, helper monkey, shield generator, jetpack, cloaking device, and self-destruct. Well, I'm definitely not going to take self-destruct. I'll take cloaking device and helping monkey because I'm already in a mech, so I don't need most of the other stuff. Uh, I guess, I mean... If you're caught on Oscar Mayer Island, you really don't want that self-destruct button? No. There's no guarantee this mission's going to go well for you. I will not talk under pressure. There's no need for the... They're not going to make you talk. They're going to make you hot dogs. Well, that's fine. That's about as bad as self-destruct. I guess if your mission... But if your mission is assassination, self-destruct is the last chance to pull off your mission. That's true. That is true. Look, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be judging your choices. You've got your helper monkey. You've got your cloaking device. Yeah. For the record, the uh, cute little guy is trained in lockpicking, Krav Maga, veterinary first aid. He comes equipped with a medical kit and a combat knife. I mean, yeah, this guy's good. I just wanted you to know that the monkey is... is 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 uh, Very helpful. Your cloaking device is just a cardboard box. <laughs> okay. Um, that's what I'm reading here. Okay. All right, you got a one tail mount. You can choose a tail gun, just a semi-automatic, tail grenade, or a caltrop dispenser. Let's go with the tail gun. Okay, it's just a handgun attached to your tail. (laughs) That's fine. All right, as long as it works. Yeah. Okay, finally, you got a few utility options, and I'm going to give you three of these. Okay. Okay. Smoke machine, EMP device, x-ray goggles. Cop helmet, hog booties, titanium tusks, venom, which you would probably coat your tusks or something in, an Aztec amulet that increases your strength after every kill, Mm. stimulants, uh, codename Wild, uh, suppressor kit, which silences both your guns and your snout so that they won't hear you oinking, Right. Uh, a boar cup for your hog genitals. Uh Uh-huh. And slop. And uh, if you don't choose that last option, you're not a genuine hog. 
Well, I have to pick the slop then, because I am a genuine hog. Okay, good. I'm uh, really glad to hear that. And I'll definitely take the uh, x-ray goggles. Okay. And the Aztec amulet that allows me to grow my power with every kill. Right. You can, your power level is just going to keep spiking. Yeah. It's going to get easier and easier to kill, too. Watch yeah. out. <laughs> Watch out. Don't lose yourself. Okay. That's it. That's it. Do I, do I win? <laughs> no. What is there to win? You've just designed your perfect hog. Uh, That's the game. Uh, who made this? Uh, who made this? Yeah. No idea. What the do you work, mean? like it's not signed by anyone. Who posted it? I didn't look. <laughs> what? Are you not reading it off the website right now? No, I downloaded the image. Oh, well. That was such a ridiculous one that I was like, I've got to run Eric through this. Oh, i got to see what he thinks about this. It's too bad that we won't uh, we won't know who to credit for this fun little game we just played. It's called Going Hog Wild. If you like it, look it up and go give the guy some, some love. We didn't make it. I... <laughs> Okay, um, so this is what the this was what the podcast would be. It's like choose your own adventure because you're making your own choices, but there's no adventure. It's there's, just like oh, the pre-adventure. There's zero. I mean, some of them do have elements of adventure, like where it takes you through different chapters. I wanted to pick like a super basic one mm. just to outline the idea for you. Also, I would not be picking the good ones. I would be picking more like this. Okay. More ones where it's just ridiculous situations. I have a different one where you choose the type of um, cat you'd like to be. Uh, um, I don't think it's a very good podcast. No, it isn't. It's absolutely not. But uh, I wanted to talk to you about that going hog wild for like two weeks now. Um, I mean, that's fun. I mean, that's kind of funny. The going hog wild. Oh, it's such a ridiculous idea. But no, it doesn't translate well to a podcast. No, it doesn't translate well to a podcast. That's okay. I didn't have a... That's my still my pitch. Uh, okay. <clears throat> if um, we are committed to pitching good ideas... We're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> that's true. No, that's true. We're in a true. lot of trouble. And I, I've said that before, and I say that every single day of my life, I say that. Before I pitch my podcast, why don't yeah. we listen to a bit of a teaser for another Cave Goblin show? Ooh, I'd like that. Some good shows. Just one good show. I'm Piers Ray. Sitting with me is Eric Ivanovich. My name is Eric Ivanovich. We're the hosts of Podcast vs. Podcast right here on the Cave Goblin Network. This is the only podcast pitching show on the internet. Tune in, find out if we can ever find the perfect podcast, or more importantly, can we agree on it? Uh, well, that was, uh, could have been better, actually. Yeah, I mean, I was excited about one of those, podcast versus podcast. <laughs> I, I I wish that uh, I wish that the the teaser that I edited in to that little blank space there had been a better one. Why did I pick the worst one out of all of them? Seems like a bad decision on my part. Well, you try to rotate the teasers through, though, right? Yeah, it's just it's like a so everyone gets an equal amount of times being teased, but uh, just so happens that the next one in rotation was bad. It was a oh, bad well. show. Don't listen to that show. It's not for us, is it? <laughs> I don't tease our own show on our show. You might. You might. Oh, I hope I didn't that time. That would be really foolish of That's me. That's the only reason I could under like I can see you talking about someone else's teaser this way is if it's our teaser. Oh no, now I'm stuck into it. Uh, oh man. You're right. Look, I completely agree with you. Like it doesn't have momentum. There's nothing interesting about it, and I have no intention, realistically, of voting for it. 
I just <laughs> wanted to talk about those hogs. Um, I mean, that's a good as as good good an excuse as any. Yeah. I mean, if that was going to be a show, it would kind of be like listening to someone create a character. You would be asking them to explain their decisions and their designs at every step of the way. Mm-hmm. But like even listening to someone design like a and d character or a character for a movie or something like would probably wouldn't be that interesting. Not if the design is happening live and it's from a limited set of options. It's basically like some watching someone go through the character creation process and Fallout. Yeah. How about this then, actually? All right. Um, uh, characters with a Z. Okay. So, so far, so good. So the, every episode, uh, we come in, we take turns. First episode would be my turn to get you to create a character. Second episode would be your turn to get me to create a character. Okay. Sometimes we'd have a guest, we'd make them create a character. But we would give them uh, some basic parameters, and then they have to create a character okay. on the spot. Okay. Okay. So, for example, I would say give you parameters of you need to make a character who is five foot nothing and a janitor. Right. So, my character's name is uh, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's five foot nothing. She's a janitor. Um, She has uh, spiky hair. Nice. Like an anime character. Like an anime janitor. Yeah. And she's actually... um, this is a sci-fi story, so she's like a janitor, like on Mars. Uh, so she has uh, green skin. Wait, what? Yeah. Why do Martians have green skin? They're just humans. Not this one. She was born on Mars, raised there. Something to do with the uh, with the atmosphere, because obviously you okay. can't breathe. You can't breathe. She's the... not a different species. She's a human, but. Um, this is like year 4000 or something people have been on mars for a very long time and the chemicals that they pump in to make the atmosphere breathable yeah uh affects the uh affects the the people giving birth so everyone has green skin interesting um, something in the terraforming in the yeah nan- something in the terraforming in yeah. the nanites um it, i maybe it's not the, what's being pumped in maybe it's like the food that they the only kind of food that they can grow there radically affects the dna and right, everyone they, has green skin they can only grow green foods and Kale, she has uh fire lettuce, powers peas fire powers yeah she can breathe fire and shoot fireballs no oh i thought you meant like guns oh no she has no, that too she has fire powers and fire power she has yeah she's got fire power but she also has the power of fire i think this character is getting a little overpowered um but she has a terrible weakness and it's that she uh, is allergic to um, water. Is that a problem on Mars? It is because, well, it's a problem Hold for humans need to she, drink water. How does to, she get her water? She Well, she needs to have like special like moistening packets um, uh, inserted intravenously. Jesus. Subdermal like hydration? Yeah. So for her to become, she has to like spend... At the beginning of every day, she has to, like, go through a hydration process that lasts until the end of the day. And it takes, like, an hour and a half. Let me ask you, does this have anything to do with her fire powers? No, it's completely unrelated. This is so odd. This is so odd. Uh, All right. Her fire powers are magic in nature. Right, of course. Well, yeah, but, I mean, couldn't her allergy to water also be No, it's scientific. (laughs) Never heard of that before. (laughs) It's, well, this is 2,000 years. Tough for a human. Yeah, it's very rare, but uh, um, some some humans on Mars and on Venus and in on Earth 
have uh, have this allergy in the year 4000. So, and she uh, fights crime. Well, she sounds like an absolute peach. Yeah, um, she's the best, and she has a good sense of humor too. Very silly. <laughs> she, you would need it to deal with that much like trauma in your personal life. Constantly, yeah. I mean, right. it's like trauma at the beginning of her day, and then by the end of the day, as she's like getting sort of dehydrated, yeah, she gets kind of like tired and like, okay, I gotta get to bed. So she can't go on like long missions. So she's always back at the at the Martian base. That's why her job is a is hold a janitor. On, hold as well. on, we're four thousand years in the future. Yeah, they still live on a base. They haven't f- fixed the atmosphere yet. They haven't like really fixed it. Like like you, you can't go outside on Mars. Is what you're saying? You can go outside, but you need to breathe a you need to breathe through a filter. So when she. <laughs> So the terraforming won't the be base. complete until year 5000. Jesus Christ. It takes a long time. All right. I thought, yeah. I mean, it seems a little too long for me, but what do I know? Um, okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, she's a fire user in an oxygen rich environment. Uh, yeah. So her powers are useless. Well, they're useless inside the base. Sometimes she, she can go outside the base. She just can't stray too far. Right, but there's also not enough oxygen outside of the base for her powers to be usable. No, they're magic magic powers. So it's magic flame that doesn't consume oxygen? Yeah, that's right. Okay, this is too too far-fetched. You've gone too far. No. This character is, is done. This it's, character is scrapped. Dylan goes in the trash. Come on. I'm sorry, but that's the nature of the show. Once okay. you get past a tipping point of believability, you can't fix a character for after that. That's okay? not the, the nature of the show. That's the, that is the nature of the show. No, it's my pitch. Okay, well. That's not the nature of the show. I'm changing this? my pitch. How about you make a character? All right. All right. Um, the constraints are, uh, it has to be a... Uh, like a, a video game mascot to compete with Mario and Sonic in the nineties. Oh okay, okay. Uh, so video game- and it's for a uh, it's for um, a video game console that uh, is hasn't been launched yet, but it's being launched by like the religious leaders of America. <laughs> okay. So the the like the, the Christian okay. evangelicals. Thanks for doing me get- something fun. <laughs> The Christian evangelicals couldn't uh, get the money themselves, so they had to, like, band together with all the other, like, major religious factions in America, in the USA, to uh, work together to bring a video game console that would compete with Nintendo and Sega. Right, so Islam, Judaism, Buddhism, everyone got together. Inherently contradictory religions, but they didn't have any other way of bringing this console to market. So they were about to launch, and they realized that they forgot to design a mascot character like Mario or Sonic. So they got you, and you have 12 hours to create this character. Not a problem. Already know what it is. Okay. Uh, oh, it's a good name. Their name is Egaru. Yeah, they are half of uh half of a hard boiled egg. Uh huh. Like half of the shell is still on, and then the top half is revealed, and it's still a, like an animate hard boiled egg mm-hmm. uh, that pulls itself around by its arm. Okay, legs are still within the shell portion. They haven't cracked out of there yet. Right. Right, and uh, his goal, I mean, he does all the usual stuff that you expect of characters. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to collect coins. Sure. He's got to get the one-ups. They Now, does do they collect coins? 
Coins come into it, but okay. really what he's interested in yeah. is spices. Okay, he's spices. trying to make himself much like the much like the uh, the religious groups are. Egru is trying to make himself palatable. Right, of course. So you're the big thing you're looking for is like uh, salt shakers, uh-huh. pepper shakers, yeah, uh, dried green onion flakes. Okay, um, a nice little dish of hollandaise or mustard for dippins. Right, mustard. Yeah, dip a hard boiled egg in some mustard. Uh, sure. Okay. Okay, come on, give it a try sometime. All right. You I'll like think mu- about you it. like mustard? I guess. What do you mean you guess? Do you like mustard? I don't know. It's a, it's a simple yes or no question. If you're having a sandwich, say you're having a hot dog. Sure. Do you think this would be better with mustard? Never do I. I never Excuse put mustard me? on a hot dog. What do you put on your hot dogs? I put like mayo, pickled onions, barbecue sauce. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get back to egg. <laughs> pickled onions. <laughs> Disgusting. You put barbecue sauce on a hot dog before mustard? You're an animal. Um so Egeru also has the ability to shapeshift. Okay. So he can go through the different forms of an egg. Right. And he was he is alive at all stages. Okay. So even when he's fully inside the egg and you can't see him, he's alive. Uh-huh. Even when he's like just barely forming, when he's like raw liquid egg in there. So when you say all the stages of, of an egg, it's like yeah. all the stages of like literally an egg. Like it doesn't hatch. Uh, he does hatch, like okay. Here, like it depends what puzzles he needs to get by. I see. Like yeah. mo- his basic form, when you meet him, he is a hard-boiled egg, half in, half out of the shell, crawling, crawling around, dragging yeah. himself along by his arms. He's got a big, a big, bright, cheery smile, very cute. Yeah. And he's like, whenever he talks, he doesn't talk in words, but just in a uh, kai in uh, Japanese characters which appear next to his head, and you are left to translate. Okay. <laughs> And he, of course, has like the usual video game like noises, like whoa, oh, like okay, like little crawling, crawling noises, that sort of thing. Okay. Anyways, but if you need to like say slip through a thin gap in a gate, a hard-boiled egg half in their shell can't do that. Of course. But an egg that is runny, some might say soft-boiled, right. easily could. So you can like age him back to the soft-boiled stage. I, th- I agree. It's a very confusing metaphor, but they really wanted me to like be like, hey, abortion's not cool. Okay. I'm like, all right, egg it is. And <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Power him at all stages. Uh, he can also be a scrambled egg if you needed to like drop down through a grate. Right. But it's always an egg. It's not an animal that hatches out of the egg. No, it never turns into a chicken. He just takes on different forms of egg. Okay. Now, um, you've created a uh, a video game character that compete with Mario and Sonic in the nineties. Yeah. Who uh, who can't jump? Oh, he can jump. He can jump. Well, what he does is he like pulls himself up with his arms and then pushes off with his arms off okay. the ground. Or there is you can it, like all right. Here's the thing. That's his standard form. Yeah. If you get a dish of hollandaise sauce. He upgrades. The shell pops off. He puts it on his head like a helmet, and little legs come out of the bottom. So okay. he can run around and He's hop like around. super eggaroo. Yeah. And then his, exactly. And then his jump distance doubles, among other things. Yeah. Because he's no longer like pushing himself with his arms off the ground. He can get an actual leap in there. Yeah. And Hollandaise is surprisingly easy to find in Egaroo's world. <laughs> so now, uh, every, every video game mascot character yep. has. A nemesis, right? Obviously, Sonic's got Dr. Robotnik. Mario's got 
Bowser. Yes. Egaru? Uh, Egaru's nemesis is uh, the so-called Tolerant Left. Okay. Which is the name of a piece of bacon. Okay. Who wishes to dominate the breakfast plate and cut eggs out altogether. Wow. The so-called Tolerant Left, this piece of bacon, thinks there's no place in the world for religious or spiritual beliefs. Won't tolerate them. Won't tolerate them. Is basically trying to control the entire kitchen area. Mm. And your first quest of Egru's many, many great adventures is to save the 24 eggs that were in the fridge at the start of your adventure. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Interesting stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the so-called tolerant left has have banished them, exiled them, as it yeah. were, uh, to different corners of the house, the yard etc the the big city right under the water atlantis there's a bunch of different levels you got to go through. yeah you got to travel the world there's a sewer go. level there there is a sewer level there there is yeah um but egaru can walk on sewage okay um now you've created a character who doesn't seem to have any sort of like magic firepower right sonic and mario both have a magic firepower he can utilize uh half of his shell to like right. block obstacles and like redirect them um because you know and this comes from the christian belief that a, a hero should be more of a shield than a sword uh, you know you but defend, it's not a, like magical you defend fire. others you don't attack them right oh i see you want a cleansing you're talking about you're talking about Egaru's famous healing abilities sure is that are they fire in nature uh no it's more like a pure beam of light right that he can use to fix small problems, heal other characters. You'll often come across um, like small townships that are going through hard times. Like, for example, uh, this is this would be probably in the yard level, where uh, Egaru would come across a a group of ants who are pagans, and they you know they they worship their god queen. Right. And you would have to, of course, to pass them to get to the next part of the yard where your egg is, yeah. to send into their minds and start converting ants. Like uh, mines, uh, like the ant hill, not mines. Right. Right? You know what I'm saying? And you're converting them with your ray, and eventually you will slay their god queen and show them the light. Right. Which the more people you bring over to the side of, of uh, well, of, of justice and religion... <laughs> Just religion as an abstract concept, not not a specific religion. No, and and we're not saying like that that Egaru is religious. He's just created by these religious. Like, yeah. there's nothing in the game that outright says he's religious. So now here's the thing, though. Just like how Ben Shapiro has never outright said he's all right, so therefore he can't be. Um, <laughs> what what an asshole that guy is by the way <laughs> yeah i can't stand him uh here's the, here's my problem with this yes does not have fire powers does not have magical fire powers absurd still has magic powers pointless what is the point of a character that well, doesn't have because bacon because the so-called tolerant left the bacon has fire powers <laughs> obviously I, I am not interested in any character to drive home their association with satan i am not interested in any character across the board that doesn't have Magic fire powers. Well, you see, this is literally why, any character. This is a class, classic satanic leftist opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, love that Satan. Who boy? Um, well, I'm gonna vote for my podcast. Well, I'm gonna vote for Egaru. 
because he's a great character, and I feel like he really doesn't have firepower. Doesn't need them. Dylan would kill Egaru. My Dylan, character would beat up your Dylan character. Dylan will not. When Egaru gets to Mars, yeah, Egaru is going to convert Dylan. She's going to be the first Martian to be like, "Hey, religion's okay." <laughs> Thanks, Egaru. Well, anyways, thanks for listening to Podcast vs. Podcast. Uh, if you liked it, why don't you rate us on iTunes? Five stars or more, please. We'll be back later with more podcast pitches, and hopefully we will find a show of our own. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.